0: All right, welcome to my pity party. You can't say you haven't been invited to a party lately because I am personally inviting you. Yep, my own pity party. Let's see, what should I have? How about some deviled food cake, uh, deviled eggs, Um, sauerkraut, Okay, you could probably come up with a lot of good ones that fit the territory, but some of us, if not all of us, have had a few pity parties lately. The one that I was really saddened about is a former student who just texted me and then wrote me a long email about, I absolutely hate myself. I hate my life. My live-in boyfriend left me. I don't have a job. I have a horrible apartment. I can't afford the rent. I'm going to have to get even worse. I just hate my world. And I know I'm probably going to hear from you, Peppers, that I'm my own worst enemy. Yep, that's right. I'll just call her Melissa. And that's what you're going to hear from me, because you have to change your way of thinking before you can even begin to change your circumstances. I know that just sounds like a great little cliche saying that everybody can love and anybody can do, and no, I'm not going to say that at all. Because I know in the midst of the corona, let's see, the violence, all of the politics, the looting, the churches being closed. Everybody, just go away. Because I'm going to tell you, Melissa, how to have a pity party. First, get in the bed, pull the covers over your head, listen to uh, some really morbid music. One of the best ones was Starry, Starry Night, you know, where he, Vincent Van Gogh, ended up killing himself. There's an old play that I used to love some of the music to. It's called Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. It was a musical. And, you know, whether you're getting off of this world because of the circumstances or because of whatever it is, maybe you've been coping with drinking or drugging or toking or smoking or overeating. That's my drug of choice. Um You have to have some ways to cope. And the first thing is, do not get in that bed. Do not pull the covers over your head. Do not isolate. But, you know, in a way, because Melissa had texted me that, she was wanting some help. She was reaching out. She didn't ask for help. She just stated what she was going through. And when you post something, whether it's on social media or whether you send emails out to friends or family, if there's something that somebody can do you know, maybe to even give to you, maybe to call you, maybe to chat with you, write to you, send you something, get you a good book, recommend something. Whatever it is, we can all help somebody else when they're having a pity party, not to help them throw the party, but to help them leave that party and get out of their own heads, because usually that's where the pity party is held. You know, today you talk about, oh, I've just been getting in my head too much, well, we used to say we were out of our minds. So either way, whether you're in it or out of it, we know what you mean. So the one thing that I would recommend is, first of all, do not isolate. Do not go off somewhere by yourself and cry and drink and just be sad, because you can do that anytime. You don't need this season of living in a pity party to do that. So what can you do? First of all, do what Melissa did, reach out. Somebody immediately on this post that she did, and what she had sent to me privately was different, but somebody else on her post said, I have a great movie to watch. Not just a feel-good movie, but it was actually something that could help her to come up with some tools to use. Somebody else recommended a book. Somebody else said, call me. I've been there and done that, and I just got some good ideas. And, you know, there's a saying that's used. It's H-A-L-T, halt. Just stop. Just halt. It's been in some of the 12-step programs, and I've probably even shared it on here before. But don't allow yourself, especially if you're an overeater like I am, to get too hungry, uh, to be alone, to be lonely, And the T is don't get too tired. Don't wear yourself out doing things. But you do need some physical exercise. I have to admit, this is the one thing during corona that I've gained five pounds, and it's not because I've been that much overeating. Okay, I have been overeating, but um, I have not been exercising. I haven't felt like getting out except for swimming. And it's pretty down here. I live in Florida, and my swimming pool's there every day, and I do swim every day. But I also used to walk a lot and go to places a lot, and I was going in and out of doing prison ministry, where it was certainly helping others. I think about my poor gals that are there, that are all alone, that have no one that can come visit them. They're isolated. They have each other, but you know they must absolutely feel like it's the end of the world. And we say, well, yeah, they brought that on themselves. They did something to be there. It wasn't just an accident. No, you're right, and whatever it is we're doing to bring these pity parties in on ourselves, that's not an accident either. We're choosing to let our minds go to places they shouldn't go. So first of all, get out of the bed, I know you don't want to exercise, neither do I, but dance. Put on some good music. I don't know what your era was, 70s, 80s, 90s, beyond, but whatever the era, what's one of your favorite dance tunes? Do some happy music. Uh, How about, um, oh, I know one that you could even (laughs) dance to. Here's a little song I wrote. I'll sing it for you note by note. Don't worry. I'll be happy. Yeah, you say, Well, don't worry, just be happy, don't worry. But if I hate this phrase because there were two things. One, my sister, when my dad was still alive, because he was so physically and mentally just, you know, kind of going downhill and he felt like he didn't all he couldn't comprehend some things. He didn't have You know, dementia full blown. He wasn't, it wasn't Alzheimer's, but he'd get confused and he'd say, Now, where are we? And what are we doing? And sometimes we would walk in thinking he was still asleep. My sister and I would wait for him to get up in the morning. And he would be sitting there. He'd be up on the edge of the bed just sitting there. And so my sister said to the doctor when he went in for a visit, You know, I think maybe dad is depressed. And he said, well, he's old. He's supposed to be depressed. No, wait a minute, Doc. I trust you with medicine, and I trust you physically, But if you're going to label depression on old age, I know people that are like my mom, 95 years old, who's still driving, doing Bible study virtually online with her bling phone. I have this other friend that's 97, Marie, who still gets out and does things and makes things for people and has people into her porch, which is screened in so she can chat through the window from a distance. And there was a woman that was on one of the shows the other day that was a 100 that was absolutely beautiful celebrating her 100th birthday. She said, the secret to my longevity is to have a positive life, trust God, keep in contact with your friends and your family. And if you don't have friends or family, certainly there's someone out there that's worse off than you are that needs a cheerful phone call. That's the kind of old lady I want to be. Wait a minute. I know I'm already an old lady to some of you. But to others, as my mom would say, oh, you're just a baby. And I I don't ever want to be my own worst enemy. I don't want to host my own pity party. And I don't want my friends to host one either. So today, get up, get active, sing a happy tune, put on some good music, even if it's only five minutes of just dancing and getting your heart rate up. If you're someplace where you can go for a walk, do it. If you can go for a swim, do it. If you can call a friend and just talk to each other, do it. But whatever it is, don't let the enemy of your mind bring you down. God, right now, I pray for that one that's listening, that has been down a route, that's hosting a pity party. And God, instead of that, today, I pray that you would give them a song, an upbeat version of amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. God, I also pray that you would put positive people around them so that they can be positive for somebody that needs to hear those words. And most of all, I pray that if they don't know you personally, God, that this would be the day where they say, Okay, God, I surrender. I've tried everything else. I may as well try you. And if that's their first cry, then, Lord, you know that was my first cry. And you proved yourself true. You tell us that if you draw close unto me, I will draw close unto you. So take one step toward God and watch him wrap his arms around you and draw so close to you, you won't even know what happened. Your heart will change, your mind will change, your circumstances will change, and most of all, your future in all of eternity will change forever. God bless you, my friends. Don't have a pity party today. And I won't either. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.